You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast. I'm Robbie Musto and before we get started, we just want to remind you of some great episodes we've had lately, including our latest Premier League on NBC, a group chat with Rebecca Lowe, Arlo Whiteley, Dixon, Graham Rousseau and Carl Martino discussing our favourite footballing memories. Some really great stories in there. We also released our episode with Jim Beglin on Saturday, April the 4th where we dissected Liverpool's great teams of the 80s when Jim played at Anfield and compared those sides to this current team under Jurgen Klopp. Thanks again to Jim for spending the time with us. So if you haven't already, please make sure you check out those episodes on the Two Robbies podcast feed. And he's Mosto. I'm the Earl of Robbie. Um, I'm here just to give you one more message and tell you that while there's no football at the moment, there's plenty of content coming out on NBC. And I can tell you right now, you can get three... Yes, free access to the Premier League pass on NBC Sports Gold. You can watch on-demand games, show analysis, documentaries, much, much more content. All you have to do to start streaming is go to NBCSports.com slash free. That's NBCSports.com slash free. And there's some great content there on the uh, NBC Sports Gold app. Now, let's um, bring things up to date, Robin Musto, and the Premier League. And, and at this stage, there's no major announcements on if and even when the Premier League season is going to resume. We've been told there's no date. They, they are looking for play to resume when it's safe and healthy. In some respects, the virus is going to dictate that on, on the speed of the curve and how much we hear it, it, it flattens out. Yeah, I think I think there. I think it, it was said uh, just a few days ago that when it's safe and appropriate to do so, they'll start the league again. There's no date. They realise it's not going to be. You know, the 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 beginning of June is still optimistic. Mm. Uh, who knows? We we can't really speculate, Robert, when it's going to happen. Um, we just fingers crossed that that curve flattens down. Mm. And the National Health Service in the UK can hand, get on top of any new cases. I think then, when, when they're in control, um, that's when they might start to think about trying to get involved. I mean, it's interesting, Rob, you look at the news from Germany and Spain. Germany by Munich and the German sides are starting to go back training in, in small yeah. groups. And Spain is also talking about potential returns. So it's nice to see that because particularly Spain, they got hit getting hit really bad with it that there is you know some thought of you know maybe it's peaked in those particular countries but we'll see I mean we just have to wait and see Rob we just got to be patient there's mm -hmm. more important things as you said many times Rob uh, than starting the season but as, as yet you know we're still looking at maybe sometime in the summer we'll see One announcement has come out Rob and it's to do with the NHS and the, the players and I know the players were called out a little bit by certain parts of the government uh, the public health secretary saying that Premier League footballers should be doing more and they were doing more. In the background, there was conversations. We were led to believe Jordan Henderson was leading those conversations, talking to other Premier League captains and seeing what they could do collecting. They'd come up with a Players Together initiative, which is a number of players across the Premier League who create their own collective initiative where they partnered with the National Health Charities. And so I think what, Rob, the, the point that the players wanted to, to, to make was they understand the communities. They, they are part of those communities. They either come from there, their parents live there, their friends live there. They were... They 
they had a responsibility, they understood the moral kind of position they were in, but they just wanted to be sure of what money they, they put together, where it was going to be um, first and used. And I think the conversations have gone on. We've now got this initiative set up. It seems to be working fine. Both, both sides are very happy with it. And I think slight embarrassment for the government. We, we kind of, I thought, were a little bit out of order trying to um, put it on, on the Premier League players. And the players have come out, and, and this initiative looks to be a great way of, of addressing an issue and trying to help with a big problem. Yeah, you know what? I, I think they've done a great job, the players, because it's easy, isn't it, to say, listen, you, you lot earn good money. You sh- we yeah. should agree. Just for the Premier League sides, lower leagues is different. A 30% pay cut. There you yeah. go. We're going to help everybody else. But it's actually the PFA role. They said, hang yeah, on a minute. The union, yeah. Yeah, the union. The players' union in the UK said, well, hang on a minute. If you cut their wages that amount, that's a lot of tax money yeah. that isn't going to go to the government that's going to then fund NHS going forward. So there was that argument. But I, I like what they've done right now. I mean, some players, Rob, that some of that money will get allocated to players' families in different countries because yeah. all the Premier League players are not all English. They've got issues in their own countries. So I think it's a really smart way of, of players donating money to central fund and then it goes directly to where they want it to go. So I, I think it's the best the best um, course that the players have figured out themselves and, and well done because you yeah. know it isn't just footballers Rob that earn big money in, in no, countries and yet and yet this targeting of the English players yeah. is was mm-hmm. you know was I was was very very harsh and uh, yeah. you know just just final thing on this Rob for me is for, for, particularly for our American uh, viewers and listeners, yeah. the game in England is so blimmin' dominant, Rob, isn't it? It's oh. so dominant. There's no other... It's not like America where you've got different sports. And, and it's the NFL, isn't it? It's the NFL, Rob, basically. Yeah, so, and then there's well, nothing else. And then there's yeah. nothing else in the country. So the focus well, yeah. is really on those players to do something that's sometimes a little unfair. We've mm. been players. We know what players are like. And yeah. you're right. They come from communities. They are helping communities. Premier League clubs are donating a lot of money. The Premier League has donated a yeah, lot of money, or at least a lot of money, to the lower teams to get them, you know, to try and help them through this difficult period. So, you know, fair play to the players and the yeah. Premier League. They're doing their very best to help out. Yeah, football's doing its bit, Rob. Mm. We're going to start a podcast this week. Let's get down to, to, to some football. We haven't spoken that for, for a little yeah. while. And it's kind of a new segment to the podcast, State of the Premier League. And what we're going to do, Rob, is, is each week is look at a couple of clubs in tandem. So we're going to start at the top of the league. We're going to look at Liverpool and Manchester City. And over the course of the weeks, while we're still waiting for play to resume, we'll pick off each two teams and we'll talk about the state of them, where they are now, where they were when things finished, where they might be in the future. Just a, a nice way of looking at each club and, and having a, a, a foresight of what might be, be coming down the road. So we're going to put on our kind of directors of football hat on as if we were in charge, what we're looking at, what we're happy with, what we might change, what might be the next things over the next coming years. How do we bring leave some legacies we're talking about Liverpool and Manchester City dominance in football over the last couple of years are they are they ready to leave some legacies so where do we start let's start the conversation with Liverpool uh, they sit top of the table 25 points clear as things stand do if we do get back to playing the games in whatever form that is should we still not forget that they could be record-breaking Premier League winners. I know it'll be a, a very different Premier League title that's ever been won before with the break and whatever. But the amount of points they could get, Rob, could break the record. Mm. Yeah, they could, and, and that's the only thing they're going for now. They crashed out of the the Champions League, Rob, which it was right around this virus really hitting, and we didn't yeah. really get a chance to talk about it. A difficult night at Anfield. A, a night I thought they played blimmin' well. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for them, Adrian, the goalkeeper, made a, a big error. 
yeah. and that that was it really um but i'm telling you i mean they they were fantastic that night but that's just the way it goes so they're out of that it is the premier league rob you're right they're on for an amazing season when mm. we get back to play um but I, I guess some people out there might say well hang on a minute if you look at the recent few weeks of liverpool it doesn't look so great i think it's four losses in the last six in all competitions mm. yeah for them or whatever stat you've got there that they've had a bit of a struggle i guess they'll take a they'll take a deep breath in this break and, and try and come back stronger Mm-hmm. Um, going forward now, but but absolutely right. I mean, what they could do this year on the back of Man City's recent achievements, it's remarkable, yeah. Rob, that, that these two have been so great. And as we go down the league and we talk about the state of, of all the clubs, these two are in great shape. We'll get onto the squad, Rob, in, in a little while. Um, yeah. Just one thing at Liverpool, Rob, I want to ask you about. It's the, it's the, it's the decision of Liverpool Football Club maybe a week ago or so now, to furlough yeah. the non-playing yeah. staff. Basically, there's a government scheme in the UK yeah. where you can kind of lay off or temporarily lay off parts of, you know, part of your staff yeah, and, and 80% of their wages is paid by the government. Yeah. Um, and a few clubs have done it. Newcastle have done it. I think Spurs have done it. There's a, there's yeah, done it well, they? yeah. But Liverpool making so much money. I think it was £42 million they made last year and being such a great uh, position. We're criticised, we're hammered a little bit in the UK of, wow, you need to do this? Can't you look after those non-playing staff that are so important? The criticism was so bad, Rob, I think it was two days later, the club reversed that decision and said, you know what, you're right, we're we're wrong here, we're going to reverse that decision. Now, my question to you, Rob, is how do you feel about that? Is it, was it shame on Liverpool to start with for for doing it? Or was it fair play to the club? They've listened to fans, which they've done before, by the way, and they've referred to the decision. Which way would you go on that? I'm going 50-50 on on both, Rob. It's an own goal in in, in some respect. I was surprised for a club that really understands the temperature of its team of its yeah. community, of the city, of what it, what that football club means, it was it was a it was a really bad um, error in, in in making a statement. But in fairness to them, they were big enough, they were flexible enough, and they understood the reasons. Listen, the, the criticism that came wasn't just by other fans and other people; it was their own fans who were saying, "Oh, we're Liverpool and former we, players and stuff." Yeah, we, we we're better than this. Uh, you know, the, the teams that had thrilled before, you look at uh, Mike Ashley with, with Newcastle, not got a great reputation, somebody who loves his football club. Daniel Levy, got reputations, always trying to, trying to save a book where he can. Liverpool Football Club would not sit in, 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 in that category. Liverpool Football Club is the heart and soul of the city of Merseyside, along with Everton. Um, and so, yeah, it was a big mistake, but I, I was pleased two days later... They certainly got a feeling of the temperature. They made a big decision. The second thing I just want to add to this, Rob, and, 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 and I'm going to excuse one person, and I, I felt it was important to do so. Jurgen Klopp, by the way, has been magnificent through this time. Absolutely magnificent. A leader of men in his football and what he's done in terms of getting Liverpool to, it, to, to this stage. But in terms of his humanity, in terms of talking about what actually a title means to we hearing hundreds and thousands of people around the world uh, losing their life to this virus, when he was coming out and saying the things he was about, you know, mm. we have to put football secondary, mm. he's, he's just a good individual, Rob. He's a good man. And um, he deserves a little bit of credit. I know Liverpool generally got some criticism over the piece, but Jurgen Klopp again comes out of it in, in, with flying colours for me as a man who I would want leading my football club, just seems to understand things. And when he first came to the club, remember in, in contrast to Mourinho saying he was a special one, he said, I'm the normal one. 
And there's something normal about him that, that makes him... It's not really normal, but he is normal, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's a, he's yeah, a spectacular he, he, human being, he, but he yeah. is kind of normal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll tell you what, mate. Why don't we be Jurgen Klopp now? I think, I think we should, at this point, mm-hmm. at this stage of the season and, and with this okay. break, mm-hmm. um, why don't we go through the squad to see okay. what they've got now, what might happen in the next window, whenever the heck that's going to be, by the way, or whatever, however long it's going to be. Mm. You know, what, again, we started with the two, the, the two top teams, Liverpool and Man City. There isn't yeah. a great deal of work to be done. And I would say this before no. we go through the squad, Rob. I don't want this to be a, well, he's not good enough. They should get another no. right back. They need yeah. another goalkeeper. They need another midfield player. They should get, let's be real, right? Okay. Rob, yeah, let's be yeah, real. They, they, they'll get, they'll probably look to bring in two or three or four two, players, eight, Max. Yeah. Yeah. Try and get rid of a couple. So let's try and be realistic and say, well, you know, mm. you know what I mean. It's just so. Okay. Let's start, let's start with the goalkeeper situation. Allison, I don't know. I'm sure you agree. Brilliant. No problem. Brilliant goalkeeper. 27 years of age. Uh, he was a. He made a couple of little mistakes at the start where Jurgen Klopp had to kind of remind him. Yeah, yeah with these speaking things. But yeah. Nah, absolutely yeah. no problem, Rob, with the goalkeeper. Yeah. Look at number two. Might look at your I, number two. Might look at number two. If you look at you look at their squad right now, and, and I'm looking at the Liverpool uh, squad here as if they've listed on their website. I mean, Adrian, he's the man right now. Um, but if I'm being careful with my squad and my funds yeah. and my transfers, I, I think there's other bits in the team that I might want to try and change before looking at different goalies. That's just my take. Yeah, the only thing I would say, Rob, and, and, and I don't disagree with you on that, is that when a goalkeeper just starts to lose a little bit of the confidence of his teammates and the players around him, mm. it can be deadly. So, fans, okay, we know how Alisson's going to play the majority of the games. But the moment that he comes in and doesn't do so well and, and makes a mistake and the back four ain't sure and the opposition think, okay, it's not Alisson at, at the moment. We've we got a chance today. That thing just worries me. I think we go back to the Carrius and Mignolet days when you... You're just not sure. I think Liverpool could be in a position where they could go and find, and I'm not sure who that, pl- that player is. I'll get my scouts working on. Young goalkeeper, might be in the championship, good pedigree. Who's Isn't that risky, Rob? Isn't that risky? You're going to put a young goalkeeper in there? I'm going to build one. I'm going to find one. Who's played some football or a, a, a good number two? Who, who's a keeper who might be in a team, I don't know, that, that's going down or, or he's not a number one somewhere else? I've just lost a little bit in that, Adrian. Yeah. And I just feel that, you know, he could be playing a cup, a cup semi-final or a, a, a League Cup game and, and let you down. And, you know, mm. silverware's important, Rob. We've got no time mm. for, for, for those kind of mm. things. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to get that right person, Rob, that's yeah. OK to be number two. And yeah. be good enough to come in and do a good job. So that's why you often get experienced goalkeepers. Actually, Man City will talk about the same thing. Older guys that may be happy, ha- well, happy, more uh, comfortable being a number two at a great Could Joe Hart, could Joe Hart, let's say, come and do it? That type, an older player who's not number one somewhere, he's fighting for his spot. Could, could somebody like a Joe Hart come in and just bring something a little different? Maybe? Is, he better, is he better than Adrian? It's a good shout. Yeah, best, yeah. Playing motivated, yeah. Maybe in that dressing room, yeah. Okay, right. Defenders, Robbie Earl. Now, not not bad, mate. Let's be honest about it. Two brilliant fullbacks in Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold. We know all about Van Dyke. I think Mm -hmm. Joe Gomez, what is he, 23 or something? Is it looks the part. Matip's 28, Rob. So I think you know he'll play plenty of minutes. Lovren's 30. 
They've got a young, they've got a couple of young players who are to come in. Nathaniel yeah. Klein, Nathaniel Klein could come in yeah. to right back. Now there is some talk at Liverpool when you when you look online and stuff that he could be a player that goes. I, yeah. I'd be surprised. I know he's had his injury issues. Yeah, and he he's was... not. He's nowhere near as good as Trent, but he's a he's a good, steady, good defensive right back to keep that. It left back Robbie left back at Liverpool in terms of cover. That might be a, a spot that they might try and find somebody. Millie gives you cover. My old mate James Milner gives me the camera. Yeah, it does. Um, it, it gives you a little bit. Yeah, if you're security careful about who yeah. will come in the team and won't let me down. I know what you mean. Maybe one, but I'm not. I'm not forcing it. Remember these couple of kids in the in the um, played in the academy, played in the league yeah. cup this time around. Who've come in and done quite well. So yeah. not not over worried there. No, it's a, it's a brilliant, it's a, it's a yeah. back four. Yeah. That, I mean, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Joe Gomez, with their age, are, are going to get better. Andy Robertson's 26, Rob. He's right in the sweet spot. He's very rarely injured. You might be right. James Milner's done it um, with Robertson's record. And you have to look at the season after season, Robertson. Yeah. He's played a ton of games every season. So I think defensively, they're in blimmin' good shape. Okay. Midfield. And again, yeah. I look at the midfield squad, Rob. And I see, God, some good balance there, some good blend, some good more, options. More Nab- time for Naby Keita. Is Naby Keita going to step up now a little bit? Like- I, I think he, I think he's got the ability to do that. I mean, I think what what you might or some might say about Liverpool's midfield, it's a little bit similar with Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Samey, yeah, yeah. yeah, Milner, um, and Milan, Milan, and, uh, probably Fabinho. go. Mighty. They thought that Milner might go to get first team football. Somewhere. So he, he's the one. So he's yeah. one deal I want to look at. I want to look at moving Adam Lallana on. Yeah, not, at, not a lot of money. You've got a lot of money for him now. I know, but that's where I'm going to spend some money, Rob. I'm looking for okay. a different type of midfield player. Oxley chamberlain and Naby Keita are, yeah. are attack-minded, yeah. you know, skillful, but direct get-in-the-box types. We know yeah. they've got the hard-working types. Uh-huh. I still, I do, I do like a technical, like a Lallana, like a like an updated part role that he can play in a football team. That's player. what I'd be looking to buy, a footballer. Liverpool in the middle of the park. That's where I'm looking at. Jackie Get Grealish. Scouts on it. Let me throw you Jackie Grealish. No, not for Liverpool. Not hard working enough. Not throw James not, Madison. Te- not a team player enough. Throw James Madison. Jurgen Klopp's gonna want honest, yeah. hard work, yeah. honest hard work with talent and is Correct. coachable. Yeah. So James Madison is a is a is a is a is a good shout. I mean I want a, more of a deeper playmaker, Rob. You know, yeah, I, think I know you, you want the Javi Alonso, don't you? Really? Yes. That guy. The, yeah. the one who can see the pass and yeah. deliver it from, yeah, yeah. more than Fabinho, more than Jordan Henderson, more than Milner, more than Navigator, yeah. yeah. you know those oh. guys. So that that's what I think in the midfield. Other than that, Oxley Chamberlain, Navigator, there's some great balance, options. Rob, in chemistry though, do, does that fit for Liverpool? Because that guy's still got to be a, a ratter and a hunter and win the ball. Because that comes from the three. You lose yeah. a little bit of that. You take a bit of that energy out. Balance yep. goes a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that that is a great point, and that's why you see this midfield the way it is, Rob. Because those front three players that don't really want to come back and do too much help, those yeah. front three in the middle of the park, they'll go across both sides of the field yeah. to do the yeah. work. And you are right, but I, but I want this this this. Obviously, I'm telling my scouts like you're going to find me a playmaker, but he's got to be able to work as well. He's got to be a team guy and a yeah. great engine on him, great attitude because that's what Klopp wants. And again, th- this squad is blimmin' brilliant. But if yeah. there's, a, there's one spot in the team in the midfield, that's what I'm going to try and get. Let's move it forward then. You, you, you've yep. got that slot. The, the front three, we, we know that the main three, Mane, Salah, 
Firmino. Beyond those, you, you've got Minamino's coming now. You've got Divock Origi, who comes in and, and never laps, laps the team down. But what's happening there for you, Rob? Are you okay with what you've got? Would you like a change? Would you like want to bring one in that, that adds to the mix? Let me start with this. Mo Salah. Ooh, now, ooh, this, this is, the, I'm going to throw a rumour at you, right? I'm going to throw a transfer rumour at you. A friend of mine was in Madrid, Robbio. Last, last year's, I think mid, yeah, mid-season, he's in Madrid. He's in a restaurant. Mo Salah's in there. Ooh, and Mo, Salah, and Mo, Salah's, Mo Salah's agent was in there. And <laughs> my buddy said he, had a, he got a bit busy and he chatted to the agent. Yeah of Mo Salah, and the conversation went, well, we're here, we're, you know, we're, we're thinking maybe Real Madrid could be a possibility for next season. Wow. That Mo Salah... Wow. You heard it look, here. ...would look... A friend said. A friend said. <laughs> <laughs> so, look. of course, don't, don't take it too seriously, everybody. No, but, but my but, body was there. I've had a few yeah, too many glasses of red, that nice red with Spanish wine. It's an interesting scenario. And, and, and to be fair, well, I, you, I have with heard that. that of football, thinking it through, would you consider even? I mean, it's it's twenty plus goals a season, if not thirty, when he's yeah. right. Are you well, okay with that? Uh, it, again, if the player comes to us, the club, or or, mm-hmm. or anybody within the club, to say, you know, what, I'd love a new challenge. You know, I, I've really enjoyed my time here. We've won the Champions League. We've won the Premier League. Let me go on to Real mm-hmm. Madrid. Of yeah. course, I would demand a high fee and yeah. I'd get on the phone to Borussia Dortmund. Jaden Sancho, Robbie yeah. Earl, is that young, hungry, goal-scoring wide player that's doing a great job right now. He's 20 years of age. He's got 14 goals in 23 so far this season. Yeah. And it's all about him going to Man United and other clubs. I, mean, I know that. But, yeah, they're all in. But, to, let, but to, to agree to let Mo Salah go... Mm-hmm. You'd wanna you wanna be really confident that you can put in another Dortmund player that you know that, that Klopp, Klopp of course knows that club really well. Jaden Sancho would be a brilliant addition on that right hand side if Mo Salah wants to go. And even if this is not a load of garbage, I've yeah. just been talking about yeah. Real Madrid, that that would be somebody again. I, I would look to do a deal if if that was the case. Okay, two, two things I want to pick up on, on your point, and it brings up two very good points. Over the years, uh, at Manchester United, when they were great under Sir Alex, and I'm talking the great Man United teams, he mixed things up every now and then, Bobby. He, he changed the chemistry, he let some players yeah, go. He did. And yeah. I think of front players, and, and we were doing a, a classic game um, a while ago that our viewers will get to see. You know, Cole in York, and then he brought in like Sheringham and Solskjaer. And then there was, there was the likes of, you know, Berbatov that came in. And, yeah, yeah, and, Cantona before that, yeah. And, and Cantona. And he's always been able to, at the times, Rob, change the chemistry, not let things get stale, kick people on the toes. Does moving one of those on, and, and maybe you, Salah's the one, does that just refreshing things again? You bring in a Sancho who's new or make something happen. Or Timo Werner, which is being linked to the football club, same. Yeah. His name, you know, good, young, athletic. Yeah. We've seen him in European football, can play across the three spots. Does that just bring an element of something new and dynamic back to the club rather than, you know, here we go again? Yeah, I think it's a great point, Rob. It's a great point. And, and 
teams have done it over and over. Whichever club you want to talk about, Rob, that stayed at the top of the Premier League, they have changed their team and they freshened it up. And I think it's a great shout, particularly on the back of a Champions League win and a mm. Premier League title. You know, unfortunately, mate, we haven't been there in squads that have won that sort of thing. But you, you have heard that, that certain players get a little bit, you know, yeah. you've kind of done yeah. it now a little bit and you, and, you, and you make a good point. Now, if you were going to do that, and, and it wasn't going to be Mo Salah. By the way, Sadio Mane for me is a lock. I'm not letting him go. He's, no, a, he's no, a diamond. He's, he's, he's a diamond. He's become the guy, really. The centre forward position, Robbio. Firmino, Origi. I think Shakiri might go. He's another one with Lallana yeah. and yeah. that might go. So you might have a little bit of money there. I'm Are okay you okay with, with the, your I'm front okay liner? So go on, I'm okay with Bobby. I've got something for you on the other side. Come on, I'm man. I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm going to hold this card. <laughs> well, Bobby's the one, mate, when he's dropping yeah. it. As long as those things on the outside are going well, right. Bobby, Bobby still works for me. But Riggy, as a backup, or you've got somebody else in mind? Yeah, I've got one more for you. Leroy Sané, you've got a Man City. I'm Jurgen Klopp. They ain't I, doing that. I put, I put my big arms around him and I say, hey, come with me. Come with what we're doing. He's not going to get the same... He, he doesn't get the same love from Pep that he will get from Klopp. On his day, Rob, we talked about could be up there with the with some yeah. of them. Yeah. I don't know how the injury is, but if, if, if he wants to leave City and City on up in his contract's running out and, and, and City's got to go, listen, Sterling went from Liverpool to Man City. Why can't Liverpool, as champions and European champions, go Leroy Sané? In you come, kid. Just chucking it out there. Just just listen, you know, think about as a as a player, you know, there's no bigger fan. Yeah, the, the club what, what, you're not let sure. That happen. The club wouldn't let it happen, Rob. City aren't going to. Well, they might, they might not have a choice, Rob. If he lets you well, go, he yeah, let What's he got? Another year? He's got. He's got another he's got year. One after more this. year, hasn't he? So they've got to do something now. We'll let him run out, and then he goes on a free anyway. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's, 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 put him out there as something that gives him a different option, and, and might be a little one like. You know, Liverpool want to show that they're the top, the top dogs. Mm-hmm. You get the love from Klopp, and I think in that environment, Rob, we'd see the best of him. I think we've yeah. seen players go there. Oxlade Chamberlain's and and Lana's and Firmino Mane's. Look how they progressed working under Jurgen Klopp. Mm. So, so that's where you make your big move, Rob. Is it? Is that? I mean, I mean, I, I, I love Sancho. He, I think he would probably be number one. Timo Werner's. If we're talking more Bobby, I think than anybody else. Leroy Sané would be my second choice. Timo Werner, Rob, would you, if they got rid of Shaqiri, you, you're gonna, they're probably going to have to stay with Divock Origi. Can, can they afford to bring in a Timo Werner if nobody leaves that front line? Um, it's tough because they're not going to play any football. You almost have to let Origi go. Well, maybe more rotation, Rob. I mean, the Liverpool front three seem to play every blimming game, don't they? We've talked about that before. In in all competitions. Um, And Werner may come in and and, and be happy not to be starting every week. But um, I'm sure he's going to want some kind of of, of, of fabrication of where his role is, how many games he's he's expecting to play. But that's what the big teams do. They have that squad and the manager has to deal with it, as Jurgen Klopp has done generally in the past. Yeah, so, I mean, that, there you go. I mean, that's going through the Liverpool squad. And that, and that just shows you, number one, what a great squad it is, Rob. But also, number two, it's got to be really difficult for Liverpool mm. to find players to make this eleven better without messing up that kind of chemistry and the, and the philosophy of Klopp and this Liverpool team. Well, the thing is, Rob, and, and, and as champions and 
which hopefully they'll get in a few, in a few games when we start backing as uh, European champions that they are now. The ball's been raised. Everything you buy now is at another level. You can't, you don't, they don't just need filler, what we used to call, you know, oh, he comes in the squad, he'll fit in. Yeah. We're talking about players who come in at another level. That's what United had to do in the past and Arsenal had to do and Chelsea had to do. Liverpool haven't had to do that so much in the past, apart from the last few years where they, they've been working their way to the top. So a whole different set of circumstances with it's Liverpool signed players and a whole different mm. set of quality that the players mm. have to be. But I'll tell you what, it's great, isn't it? It's been great watching them. It's been great watching Jurgen Klopp over the last four or five years, Rob, steadily yeah. build this cool. team into what it is right now. And cool. every single season, this mm. team has got better. And it, it has. I yeah. just like where it's just going to be fascinating to see the next bunch of transfers. Mm. Can he make this team better again? Yeah. I mean, That's really, another really challenge, different. isn't it? That's the next test. That's what sure. Sir Alex was, was the, the governor yeah. at. He, he brought players in and they moved on again and, and continued to win. Yeah. Okay, let, so let's move it down to the team in, in second place, uh, Manchester City. I think yeah. the first thing we've got to say, Bob, and we've got to pass our commiserations to Pep Guardiola, who most of our, our viewers and, and listeners will have, will have heard that he, his mother passed away aged 82 after contracting the, the COVID-19 virus. Um, you know, condolences to Pat and all his family, I'm sure. Um, he's getting the support you'd want from his players and the football club at the moment. Just goes to show, Rob, that, that this virus, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're rich and famous or where you come from or your background, it, it affects us all in, in different communities and different workplaces and different families. And a uh, real sad moment when we heard that Pep, who obviously was, was probably still in the UK at the time, and I don't know if he was close to his mother, but wasn't able to be around when his mother passed away. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's the nature of, of doing what we used to do and what he does now, Rob. I mean, he's in a different country. Yeah. And, and, and I know that we worry about our own parents Mm. back in England um, with this thing. And it's just a real-life flipping example of, like, you, you never know where it's going to no. pop up and, and how uh, excruciating it is when you can't be close, when you can't be nearby. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, feel that. Condolences to Guardiola's family. Um, yeah. But, you know, life goes on and uh, the club goes on. And we want to now take a look at, a Man City, Rob, and again, a little bit like Liverpool, is stacked with brilliant players. Yeah. But let's go through each department and kind yeah. of see what they've got and what they might need in the future. Again, let's start with the goalkeepers. It's pretty good, Rob, isn't it? It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's same, pretty, same situation. Good, yeah, Edison's, you know, he's up there, top three goalkeepers in the league. He's had, he's had the odd day when he's made a mistake, as most goalkeepers will. But I don't think we've got any arguments with him, with his kicking ability, with his handling, his position and presence with that defence. Claudio Bravo is number two, steady enough. Uh, don't feel you need to make a, a huge change on that one. He's 36, and, I, and I'm with you. He's, mm. he's, a, he's a real pro. I mean, he's 36 for goalkeepers. It isn't getting there, but it's not yeah. past, yeah. past their, you know, yeah. and his situation right now, if he seems happy enough to be number two at that, that club, yeah, um, I have no problem. I have no need uh, as a director of, of, of football. football for this team yeah. to want to do too many changes to the goalkeeping situation. So at the moment, it seems that that's a, a very easy department. Mm. A not easy department, Robbie Earl. And mm. where we're probably going to spend some time is in the defence of yes, Manchester sir. City. Yes, sir. You start, because there's too much to go through. Let's start at full-backs. Kyle Walker, Benjamin Mendy, Cancelo, Zinchenko. Between the, 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 the four of those... 
How many are you happy with? I actually like uh, Cancelo. I don't yeah. know why I, I'd expect him to play more than he has. Between Kyle Walker and Joe Cancelo at right yeah. back, that's blimmin' good, isn't it? I mean, you've got pace if you want a game where you want pace to get you out of trouble or you mm. want to sprint, you want to get behind defenders. Kyle Walker can do it. If it's yeah. a game where it's more of a technical build-up and you want footballers out there, which Pep does a lot of the time, Joe yeah. Cancelo is a really nice footballer. Mm. Now, there has been talk about Cancelo not being happy and yeah. like he might be moving the football club. Again, we... We don't know. We're not, we're not working for the club. We don't know how happy any individuals are. But between Carl Walker and Casella, right back, that's good. Left back's a problem. Mm. And Helena Robbio, you didn't talk about him. And oh, yeah, he was exactly. on, he's on loan at RB Leipzig. He's yeah, in Leipzig well, right now well. on loan and he's yeah. playing really well, really yeah. well. I would want him to come back and play. I want, him, I want to see what he's really like. Now, I know he had a few games, Rob, and it's yeah, not, it yeah. wasn't a, a long run in the side. But what he's doing at RB Leipzig and what he's learning and the experience he's gaining, surely he's going to be in the picture for left back. Uh, it's never easy to do, though, Rob, is it? When you left, the, you leave a club because things weren't going great for you. You go away and, and play well in the other side, and then you have to come back in. And again, this is me talking from past experiences, players I've played with and things. Could it also be personality with him? Does he come back and not be feel like he's quite the guy amongst big personalities, big egos? So we've seen some players, Rob, who, who are like that. We've seen some players who, in training, are brilliant. Put them on a match day, they go to pieces or... Certain people in training can be inhibited by just personalities. Certainly at Wimbledon, we have players. If John Fashion used to shout at some players, they, 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 they pretend they're injured and want to go in. Yeah, and the only thing I say about Angelino is, is and, I, and I, I take your point, and for, yeah. for more experienced players that weren't really wanted and then pushed out on loan, yeah. I'm not sure there is a way back, but he's 22, mm. Rob. He's 22, yeah. I think he is. Okay, it's a good point. Yeah. So he, he, he's young enough to come back and say, you know what, Pep, you know, I loved it. I think I've improved as a player. I want to go for it again. Benjamin Mendy's doing nothing. Yeah. And I know he's, been, he's had injury issues. I understand that. And it's not been easy for him. And, and players, I'm sure he's working his very best to, to, to get fit and to stay fit. But he hasn't been great. And I know they spent a lot of money on him. And maybe yeah. Pep's a big fan of what he can deliver in terms of his I think the first injury put him back, the first injury, the first knee. Before that, he was looking the part, to be honest. He was flying up and down that yeah. like a crazy yeah. man. So maybe I, more patience. Spot and it's almost as though I, if I could take a bit of Mendy, a bit of Zenchenko, and a bit of Alanino and put them together, yeah, I'd, I'd have the player. But it's been a few years now, Rob, isn't it? Left back's not been right. It's just whether Pep's going to focus on this or whether he's going to say, you know what, I think Alanino and Benjamin Mendy are going to come back, and between yeah. them, they're going to, they're going to, and I'm kind of okay with that, but a bit worried about it. Um, mm. It's just Pep's. Focus that isn't often the thing is, in his system, fullbacks become really important, don't yeah. they? Because they're going to get a lot of ball and they're going to start things off and have to make good decisions on the football to start them off. If those decisions are poor, they don't keep up possession, which Cal Walker at times can, can be, things don't flow as well as they should. Are you changing? Are you buying a left back then? I'm looking at left back, I'm saying Chilwell. I like Ben Chilwell. I know yeah. he's going to cost me. But he's yeah. important. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a piece that we need. I think I'll go and spend the money. I know they've got a couple of other players who, who might be able to fill in. I think I'll go and spend the money like I did with Walker. Spent, was it 50 on, on Walker? I think I'll go and spend similar money and bring Chilwell in. Yeah, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick You're in this position. Stay. Yeah, well, it's a risk. It's a risk. And I, I, just, I just think Angelino, you know, I know the Premier League is a, is a different kettle of fish to the Bundesliga. Um, I just at 22, I think he can mm. grow. I think there's going to be other players, young players coming into the team. We're going to talk about midfield and Phil Foden. Yeah. I just, I just going to stick Rob. 
Where I'm not sticking is centre-back. And I want to know who you want out. Oh, well, how about all of them? Otamendi, mm. no. Not, not good enough now to be part of a back line that doesn't get much protection. I know he's aggressive and I know that Pep's admired the way that he's brave to get on the ball. He's not good on the ball. Um, he, he's, he, he would leave the football club for me. Emmett Laporte, of course, is top class. Top class. Yeah. And he's yeah. the only defender there that I'm bothered about keeping. John Stones had too many opportunities for me, Rob. I, I, I don't see a strong mentality. I still see a player that makes mistakes. I still see a player that hasn't learned from his mistakes and he's confident enough to take his game forward, even yeah. though he's, a, he's got some brilliant tools and assets. I don't see him bringing it all together for his manager, Pep Guardiola, at Manchester City. Um, so I'm looking to change my set, as many centre-backs as I can get out. Eric Garcia is a young one, isn't he? Yeah, and, and he looks good, by the way, but he's 19. Yeah. You know, so, so the future, yeah, he's, what, what, he's not what, what, ready look yet. Now. Two, top Two centre-backs. centre-backs. Yeah. See, I, I think I can take... Otamendi can be my backup. I think he can be a backup centre, centre-back for me. John Stones, the new Phil Jones, is going away from the football club. And I've said it from time, though. All the tools don't mean all, uh, all the player. All the tools are there. He's got... He's, he's, in terms of his football understanding, in terms of his football presence, in terms of his growth... He should be starting to hit his sweet spot. He should be the new Vincent Company. He should be the captain of that football club. He's nowhere near. Um, he's frightened of his own shadow at, at times. He, he, he fell over the other week, Bob, when no one was near him, running back towards his own goal. I mean, for his yeah. own sake, he needs to go. Talk, I, I hear, of Arsenal, actually, and, and, yeah. and they've got Teta wanting to take him, which might not be a bad place. And, you know, he could go and play and get him fresh start and maybe establish himself. But in terms of City... Knowing what they need week in, week out, um, as a centre-back, I, I would say no. Now, did a little research because I know you like your data and fact. And, and is this gal, Paul Torres, I believe, is 22 years of age, plays for Villarreal. Was on loan at, uh, to Malaga last season. So, went online, as, as you do. Have a little wow. look at him. International Tool, scouting fit, Earl. Three, left foot, can intercepts well, reads a game well. He looks like uh, the build of Nemanja Matic. But a bit more athletic, and he can play from the back. Good right. centre back. I'm hearing that Pep's liking him, and that he, the big rumours are a friend said, a friend said, <laughs> taking English lessons, Robbie Musto. Pau Torres, P A U T O R E S. Samuel Intiti, Barcelona, not really been playing under the previous manager. There's been rumours that he might be up for a city move, and that he's good enough on the deck to handle the play and, and a big, strong defender. But whoever it is, are we agreed? That it's two, well, you're saying, I'm saying two centre-backs in that I back line. Get away you're with saying, one top class if he comes in and make, like the Virgil van Dijk came in and changed the whole yeah. mentality of a back four. One top yeah. class okay. might do that. Yeah, so you're going for one centre-back and one left-back. I'm going for two centre-backs. Yeah. That's, our, that's yeah. our difference there. Okay. Yeah. So going to midfield, Robbie Um Now, we know that David Silva, who has been a Premier League legend, by the way, and one of the best midfield players the league's ever seen, is going to retire or leave Man City at the end of the season. Is it as simple as Phil Foden, 19 years of age, just starting mm-hmm. to play a few more minutes under Pep for City? Yeah. I think I want to see him, Rob. I want to see him in a midfield that's got lots of other options and different uh, experiences and Kevin yeah. De Bruyne and... Uh, Bernardo Silva and Gundogan and uh, Rodri. I think there's enough there, Rob, that I can save some money in midfield. I think that that midfield is still great. And I'm putting my trust in Phil Foden to be a player that they don't need to to spend some money. If I'm an English director of football, I think 
I want to chuck Phil Foden in. I need to find, I don't know enough, but I want to throw him in. Why, 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 why English? What do you mean? What, why? Uh, why? Let, let me finish my point. So, because I feel like there'll be a bit more affinity. I think there'll be a feel like he's done his time, he's come through the academy. If I'm a director of football and I'm Dutch and I've been born to the football club and I might think, hmm, Phil Foden, still not sure, 19. I know in Holland I've got a 21-year-old at Ajax or somewhere who I know can think. All I'm saying is there's still a doubt about Phil Foden and we've got to find out. Now, well, it's a doubt because you haven't played. You haven't played enough yeah, in midfield. So it's the time. So, so basically, now, we're still the gone. We really need to find out Phil Foden should play. In central midfield, yeah. on that left or right-hand side, with one player behind him. Not wide right, where we saw yeah. him the other week, he didn't play yeah. well. Yeah. In, his, we, in his best position, 19 years old, we hear all the things, we hear Pep say he's one of the best players he'd ever worked with. Now show us. Because hmm. if we don't find out now, Rob, is he the player? Is he that player that we thought he was? You, you, you've got to give him this season to do that. And I, yeah. and I would do that. And I think Pep wants to do that. Because there's other players there. Bernardo Silva can drop in there. There's different, yeah. you know, Gundogan's a very mm. good, reliable player. If you have a season with him trying it, Rob, and, and, yeah. and he doesn't quite offer as much as others might, then mm. you might have to spend the big money and bring somebody else in. But yeah, I, I want to see a made, year where he's allowed to play. The point I was making, and it wasn't anything to do with Phil Fulham, because if it was me, I would play All I'm saying is, remember when we started, when Jack Wilshire first came out and, and played, I think, against Barcelona and Pep went, I've got 10 of them, 10 of them in Spain. <laughs> I just think that, that maybe as, an, as, as English supporters playing in England, what, known for photo, we want to see him go on. Other people might look at him and go, yeah, not as special. Now, Pep's going to lead that, and Pep's worked with him every day, and we believe he's, he's grooming him for this role. As you say, it might be a season where six, seven games in, out for a rest, or doesn't play cup, or other games, but he's got to get, 20, 25 games under his belt this season, however, in, in whatever competition drop, to start to show who he is and what he is. If it isn't happening at 19, 20, we've got to start asking questions. Yeah, it, it, it really is the season. Next season, whenever, yeah. whenever it's going to start, mm-hmm. is, going to be the, is going to be the time we find out. And I, I, I would be disappointed if Manchester City went out and spent an, another 50, yeah. 60, 70, 80 million on another midfield player before giving this guy a chance in the midfield. And, and I'm, I'm desperate to see it. And again, there's other options. If the season goes and he can't, you know, he's starting to struggle yeah. after a dozen yeah. games, you can make good switches with good players and still get, a, you know, no drop off or, or maintain the level. So I, I, I'm not just, touching the midfield. Just on that one, and you made a good point about disappointment. I'll be a bit disappointed in Pep as well, because Pep talked him up. And he's yeah. almost like, come on then now. Yeah. You've, you've got the trust in you. talk about trust and confidence. You're telling us all these things. Now you've got to give him the trust and let him go on and start dominating games because we've seen bits of it when in cameos. Now we've got to see on a regular basis, week in, week out. And anything else in midfield, Rob, that you that you worry about? You've got Rodri now as a as a, yeah. a holding player that looks uh-huh. really, really good and will get better in that position. Again, you've got De Bruyne that's still in his prime. No, I, I'm a, there's nothing. I'm, I'm good with that, mate. I, I, I'm good with that. So that takes on to the, the last segment of the team, yeah. section of the team, mm. that front line. So let's start with the strikers, Rob. Yeah. Sergio Aguero, 
again, is, is banging in the goals, consistent. He's uh, 31 years of age now. Gabriel Jesus, a player that you know that I like. I'm excited yeah. about what he could do when he gets a run and when he's trusted yeah. as the main striker. Again, I'm happy with yeah. those two. I'll make yeah. some changes to the wide players, but those two, because I trust Jesus, and who doesn't love Aguero, yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think that that's still good options. Now, whether... I might look for a young striker, another young striker, as a, as a different sort of player, yeah. um, possibly. But I, I still like the current two strikers, Rob. Yeah, I'm okay with it. And I'll tell you what I like, Rob. I like the age difference. I like the competition. I like they are slightly different personalities. And I think what's going to happen, football will eventually dictate and, and results and, and form will dictate maybe the changing of the guard. And that might not be that may or may not be this season. It may be another season down the road. But eventually I think Jesus it just happens at football club. We've been there where you've seen a young kid come close to the first team. He's training for a while, then he gets on the bench and he slowly plays a few games and eventually he takes a spot and he's in and he becomes a man. I think that's going to happen. I just think it'll take its natural position at centre-forward and Jesus yeah. in time. We may be talking now that over the next two-season period will we'll become the number one striker of Manchester City and Aguero yeah. should get the biggest um, send-off ever of a Manchester City player because he's just delivered week in, week out goals for this football We'll see. The next season, Rob, the next season will be, you know, Aguero will be a year older. We'll have more more evidence of Jesus is going to be that guy. Yeah. You know, this, not the next, at the end of next, the following season. Yeah. It might be that City go, and by the way, we're, we're, I'm kind of assuming that this ban and stuff's not going to. Yeah, that's the wreck of the yeah. club, which yeah. of course we, we don't know. Mm. But they might they might go for a big time striker, Rob. If after one more season, uh, Aguero starts to fade a little bit and Jesus is not consistent enough, that might be the time where you say, "Come on, then, all right, around the world, let's get some yeah, big time guy." In. But I, I don't think this next window no. is going to be for me the time to to break up that partnership. And when we talk big time, we're talking Mbappe. Paul and yeah. one of those type who you know yeah. comes in and just instantly makes you better. Uh, but I think Jesus will, will be given the chance, uh, yeah. as you say. So that that takes a little bit care of itself. Talk about the wide positions. So we've got Sterling, you've got Mores, Bernardo Silva, Leo Sané. We, we talked about may not be at the football club. Let's start with Raheem Sterling, Rob, because I think we and most people would agree he's a really important part of this yeah. club. Twenty-five years of age. Is there oh, any? Oh, there's oh, been oh, a little oh, bit of talk, hasn't there? Raheem's talked, hasn't he, a little bit about. Liverpool, Liverpool as well. I saw a little bit about his, how he loved that club, and, mm. and there was a little bit of paper talk. It, of could he return? I, I think it's all part of maybe the contract negotiations and his yeah. flexing his. Is he is he happy? Are we sure as a club that he's happy at Man City? Is it just posturing so. and trying I, to get... He's one of those. I think he, he reminds me a little bit, and our older listeners are a bit like Andy Cole. If he's not smiling all the time, people think, oh, is he happy? I think he is happy. I think his football looks happy. Okay, he, he's maybe missed a couple of chances towards the end of while we the season was running, but that happens mm. to, to, to better players and or as good a player as it is Ryan Sterling. I think Ryan Sterling, in some, some respects, gets judged slightly differently from everybody else. We're always looking for, is he happy? Oh, is he scoring? Oh, is he... Yeah, I think finishing he, like... Remember what, he's, a number, he's becoming the number one yeah. name on the team sheet. I think he's an important part of City going forward. He's 25 years of age, Rob, with all that he's done. 
could go on to some to, to reach some magnificent uh, accolades mm. in, in English football. And uh, I think he'll sign a long contract. I think he looks happy there. We've, we've seen him giving messages out around the whole the racism thing, the maturity of a player off the pitch thing. All that's been important to him as well. Uh, so, so I, I think perhaps certainly not stupid enough to allow Raheem Sterling to go. I think he's a fixture yeah. on, on that left hand side. Yeah, agreed. Brilliant, brilliant player, and, and, he, and he's getting better as well. Now, other wide players, Riyad Mahrez, mm. like him. Coming into, um, I he was coming into a bit of form. Yeah. His things were, were, were tailed off, yeah. He looks more comfortable, Rob, doesn't he? He looks happier, more, more com- yeah. confident of being at the club and being mm. coached by Pep, that's, that yeah. I'm sure is very demanding. So I'm, I'm happy with him and, and him staying at the football club. So it comes down to Leroy Sane, Rob, yeah. really. Leroy yeah. Sane. Mm. Now, I, I almost feel like I want to say that City, for me, and where I'm going to spend some money, is another wide player. Is a goal-scoring wide player. Now, yeah. Mahrez can do it. I'm yeah. not sure we're going to get consistent big numbers from a wide player. Bernardo Silva's, again, he's not really that, that you know, like a Liverpool you mean, more wide goal, player. More goal. Yeah. Than, now, yeah. now, now, Leroy Sane has a potential to be amazing at that. But yeah. we, this scenario, we don't know whether he's happy. We don't know how Pep feels about him. I love him to bits. And I'm, if I'm... Yeah. I'm if I'm director of football right now, I'm, I'm trying to turn down the contract. I want to, I, I want to keep him. I, I don't want to go into the transfer market, but it's a position yeah, yeah. that City might try and mm. get somebody given this guy's yeah. desire to leave or want more money. We know he's had injury issues. It's, that's that's the, the difficult part of City's forwards mm. is Leroy Sane and trying to figure out what, what, what's going to happen with him. You talk of uh, Traore at uh, Wolverhampton Wonders. His name, I, I think, no. I know he's not the right footballer, but his name, his name, his name got, got thrown out a little bit. Um, was one or two, there was somebody else. Would, would, was it Zaha? Would, it, would it Will Zaha fit the bill? No, no. Not, not at that level, Rob. Not, not, not a good decision maker that, that that higher level and Pep requires. You know, um, brilliant talent, Will Zaha, but I don't see him at, at City. I don't know. I mean, th- that's that's just one position of the team where I look at the squad yeah. and I like the players there. But mm-hmm. do I think they might need a, a bigger goal scorer in a wide position? Yeah. Sterling can do it from one side. Uh, that that's something that that I might look at. But uh, Leroy yeah. Sun again is the key for me. And you know, the longer it's gone on, it seems a strong future at the club seems a little little bit less of a possibility but again I'm a huge fan and I, and I want to figure that out if he doesn't want to stay he won't sign a new contract yeah. uh, then 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 I'm going to have to look to bring in somebody in the wide position another young player probably I always feel with Sane as well regardless of how he's playing there is a little friction between him and, and, and Pep and just something that just feels yeah. like they don't quite appreciate each other and when that happens it usually ends up in um, in a parting of the ways before we wrap up on, on City Rob I've got two things for you one I just wanted to yeah. talk about the Champions League and we don't know if that competition will, will, will continue obviously they, they were through now to the quarterfinals with baby favourites if you know with, with what they've got now would that defence hold out enough against the other best teams in Europe to to, to, to maybe land them a Champions League title of the thing that, that the club and Pep's been craving not for me no and I know that they're favourites, aren't they? Or joint favourites to, to go on and win it. Um, I, I've said the same thing all season long, that this defence mm. at the highest level is not going to be good enough. Now, we know the Champions League over two legs. You can have a, you know, you can do a job on teams mm. and, and you can have two great games, perfect games and win. Yeah. So, of course, there's that. I just don't think it's going to happen. I look at other teams in it, Rob. I look at Bayern Munich being brilliant. Yeah. You know, in the last round of games, 
I still think Barcelona, Napoli, PSG, Robbie Earl, Thomas Tuchel, the manager now, and the players that they've got there, mm. they, for me, have got a great chance of winning the tournament. Atletico Madrid, you can't... You know, Atletico Madrid, if they, if they drew uh, Man City, Man City managed to get through, Real Madrid, of course, there's another leg to go on that one, they could do a job on City. Other, other, these other teams, Bayern Munich, I just, I, I just don't see Man City winning it. I think there's some strong teams out there, great experience, experienced players, some talented mm. players, and with those front lines of all those clubs, maybe not Atletico Madrid's front line, isn't as dynamic as a PSG's or a Barcelona's or a Bayern Munich's, but I, I still think there's going to be enough attacking talent out there to hurt City over two legs and knock them out. See, I'm not so sure. I still think that City would be feared. I know defensively they can have an odd day, but if they can keep possession of the ball and be at their best uh, away from home, not, not give up too much, I just think that they, they still have a chance for me, still could win, certainly still could win the competition. Yeah. But um, yeah. we'll have to wait and see if, if Champions League gets checked off again. And Just just one more thing, Rob, before we, we yeah. kind of close it down here. Just the Pep, just Pep and, and, and the manager at uh, yeah, it's, City. It's, and it's, you know, whether, you know, yeah. just in terms of, where he goes and longevity. We've talked about a lot of young players, Rob, whether it's mm-hmm. Phil Foden, Angelino, Gabriel yeah. Jesus, Leroy San, if he comes back, still a very young player. Is there another team there, Rob? Is there a different city, younger city, a new city that could grow into being a blimming good side and Pep might be excited about staying to see some of these young players come through? Or am I wrong? There absolutely is another team there in base that would need additions that would need yeah. filling out and, 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 and expressing but that's kind of thing he's done in the past uh, a lot depends Rob on where his head is where his heart is does he want to go through the dirty work maybe a year or two of, of assembling another team of, of getting some players out some players who he's worked with for a while and well he said he said he's staying Rob and he through this yeah, band so he said he's staying through his contract decisions have to be made and Fernandinho's been brilliant I think got an extension but weaned out the team Sergio Aguero weaned out the team uh, Claudio Bravo at 36, you know, he's going to have to get rid of some of those players and fulfil them. And, and I don't wish to, to bring the point up again. The death of his mother, Rob, might have had, had an effect on, on the, his thoughts of where he wants to be with his football club. Yeah. Yeah. We believe his family had moved back to Spain anyway. You may look at it and just wonder whether he needs to be back closer to the family. We've talked about how the virus is, is going to change football and change people's lives maybe it might you might look at that and change i mean from football's point of view we hope not manchester city certainly but um it might not just be a football decision because i think that's an easy decision to make it might be other other consequences no that's a good point robin and uh you know we'd love him to stay in the premier league when you look at the managers now that the league has I mean, it's packed out with personalities, with talent, with experience, with trophies. And um, yeah, love him to stay on, but it's a good point you make there. And maybe, you know, he's had a lot of years now, he's travelling and managing different teams. Maybe back to Spain or Catalonia is maybe where he wants to be, but we'll have to wait and see. Listen, mate, that was our our first podcast on the state of the Premier League, where I looked at the two teams. Some breaking news for our fans, though. Look out for an Instagram Live next Monday. Oh, yeah. 13th, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Pacific. We'd love all our our listeners and, and, and viewers to join in the conversation and they can do yeah, that. some questions. NBC Sports account or the Two Robbies Instagram account and the more the merrier. We should have some fun with that and, it, and if it goes well, Musty, it's the kind yeah. of thing we might, we might do uh, on, on a regular basis. I know you already did a, a one Robbie show and <laughs> I wasn't too happy with that. I got my agent to speak to your agent. I, I saw Kyle Rob and he said, you, 
you and Rob Hill, you should be out there doing these Instagram lives. And you know what we're like, we're, we're not super technical, uh, tech, tech savvy. And I'm like, okay, I'll go inside and I'll try it. Cause we had a, you know, one of these distance conversations yeah. the other day. And uh, I'm like, I'm on a two Robbie's Instagram and I'm like live. I go, Oh, there you go. Boom. And I put it on. And all of a sudden, like, I got the camera on the wrong way. It's looking at the window. And then all of a sudden, I see all these, boom, on, 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 on. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? And actually, Rebecca jumped on. And Adam, Adam, our producer, jumped on. And yeah. actually, I managed to get Rebecca on. You can get two faces on there. So me and you, you know, our yeah. ugly mugs will be on there. And all these questions came firing in. And I showed them mm-hmm. my wife's cooking. And she, she made these cookies and stuff like that. And I showed them a little bit of the house and all that. So mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing. But see, people seemed to like it. <laughs> And I thought, yeah. just thought, you know, and, and more seriously, Rob, if there's a big story that comes out, yeah, we yeah. can jump on and fans can immediately ask us what we think about, wow, City have been banned for two years or, wow, you know, they've just fired, you know, Ancelotti or whoever it is. Yeah. And yeah, people yeah, can, yeah. can ask us questions about what we think. So I think it's something, Rob, that we'll do through the two yeah, of NBC um, Instagram account, yeah. Yeah, interaction. So that's Monday. Don't forget, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Pacific. Join us on NBC Sports account or the two Robbies Instagram account. And there's plenty of other content out there for our Premier League viewers. The Premier League on NBC. That's the group chat between all the... The, the team and led by Lady Lowe. She keeps us all in check. We'll be back with the Two Robbies podcast next week when we'll look at the next two teams, Robbie, uh, that we've got to. So we'll look at Leicester and we'll look at Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. Don't forget on NBC Sports Gold, that programming now is free. So if you go to NBCSports.com slash free, there's so much great content there. You Honestly, there's stuff you don't want to miss out on. So make sure you go to NBC Sports Gold, the NBCSports.com slash free. And all that is out there for, for people to see. So, Mr. Musso, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. Keep healthy, keep safe. It's a good night to me. And it's a good night from him. Good, good night. night. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.